That's why Guru Nanak Dev Ji said to their teacher, Banda Gopal, is I'm only learning these letters if they have a meaning. Otherwise, why do anything that is empty? Then Guru Nanak Dev Ji gave a meaning to each letter to be able to learn that alphabet because Guru Nanak Dev Ji wouldn't do anything empty in his life. Telling us, are you doing anything in your life that is empty? If you are, then that moment's gone to waste. Then you've just lost another opportunity of connecting back to that creator. Just the use of language, even that shouldn't go empty, Guru Nanak is saying. Allow that for you to be blown away by just you speaking and using letters. Welcome to the Japji Sahib podcast. In this episode, we'll be going through the 19th stanza blessed to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. In this stanza, Guru Nanak helps us to look at this world in a much more holistic way and to start appreciating the vastness of this creation, which in return helps us not to be so stuck in our heads, not to become self-centered and start to feel that this whole life revolves around me, which can cause us a lot of stress and suffering. So let's get straight into this stanza. Preacheran Singh, Vai Guruji Ka Khalsa. Vai Guruji Ka Khalsa. Vai Guruji Ki Fateh. Asank nav, asank tav. The word asank means countless, which we've seen in the previous two stanzas. And the word nav, here in this context, can be translated to names. So literally here, Guru Nanak is saying, there are countless names. Asank tav. Tav translates to places and saying there are countless places. So when you read this, and I know we've been contemplating this whilst putting the literal translation together, what comes to your mind when you've read this in the past, or when you read this, when you read this line, Asank Nav, now having that literal translation before you? Anji, um, like you introduced the, the, the episode, that it's to maybe give us perspective on how small we are in the bigger grand scale of things and it's not even uh, localized to the world and the earth it's the the, the creation's quite big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, asanka nav is talking about the names of all the places and when we say all the places that doesn't just mean the physical places that will often come to our mind for example a place that we've visited in this world Obviously, we're only going to visit places in this world. So, well, there are a few people now that are going uh, to space <laughs> to have a look at well, the world from that perspective, literally. But so when we think time, when we think places, we often think, oh, a place being, say, we live here now in England. And we think, oh, a place being India or a place being Amritsar and then going to that place or we think here, going to a children's school, that being a place. 
But here, what it's talking about is literally every possible place and thing that has been created. And it's we've given those places, those things a name. So we've just gone through some of those names, the name of a country, the name of a city, and then, but as well as that, this is more than that. Because it's every possible place of creation, even to the most subtle of things. And everything has been given a name to it, which if you start looking at life like that, then it's then it becomes countless. We could look at that that the different body parts, they've all got names. And we start looking and breaking creation down in that way. And it is that it's all part of creation. It's all a part of that one that's just manifested in so many different ways. Just like Guru Arjun Dev Ji tells us as well in Bhavan Akri, saying that that Nirgun Sargun Ek, that the formless and the form are one. And they say, Ek hai Ek Bakhananu Nanak Ek Anek. That one is the many as well. That one is the countless as well. So this is a sunk nav, a sunk, the Anek. So that when we split our, even our body, because there's the body, that's the names. This is a human being. And then you've got the animals. That's then those names. When you start looking at life like this, but if you take it even more subtle, I was thinking about this this morning. And I always go back to my favorite body from Asadivar, which is the... Vismad, Bok, Vismad, Borg. If you look at that, these are also names. Bok is a name of something. And Bok is hunger. And even that, you could look at that, you could translate that into a place as well. It's not a literal place in the sense that how we think of place. But it's still a part of the creation. And that's what the ta here means. Ta is there's so many different elements to the creation. So the moment, I think I was, I think it was this morning or last night where I felt quite hungry. And when your stomach starts to growl and it makes that noise. And the moment it did that, I thought about this that a sunk nav, a sunk tav, that even this, this, this book, that's one of your names, that even hunger, and that could be taken as a place. So when you go into the, the subtleness of this creation, and you start to realize how much layers and elements of it, it is, it is layered with, when you start living like that, it takes you out of your head. It takes you out of the insignificant thoughts that we get stuck in. And this just naturally then takes you into that space of, of all. Just like Guru Amar Das Ji talks about then that Vahu Vahu Kartnya Ran Sukh Vihai 
Ran means night, but here the night referring to life. Our life can pass like this then. And the vihai means to pass. Imagine starting to live like that. And the vahu here isn't just being in awe of the, the, the creation side of it. Because Guru Amar Das Ji has said here only the word vahu, but Guru Nanak Dev Ji gave us the mantra vahe guru. And I had a really interesting perspective on that, which was to say that if you look at the, just, just look at the word guru itself, that ru meaning light, and then guru meaning darkness, if we really are in that experience of va, of that awe, the awe cannot be just for the creation. The awe is for the creator that has been able to create such vastness and subtleness of this creation. And then, so what we're saying, when, when we're in that true state and we connect to the, the creator in that moment, so what's happening is the guru part, the shabad, is what's happening to us in that moment. We, in that moment, are coming out of gu, out of the darkness of ego, of being stuck and thinking this on just this one single entity. And we start to realize how we are all interlinked and everything is connected. Then what happens is that we go into that state of ru. We're in that moment in the light. You know when you go into nature yeah. and, and you see something and just like, wow. And, and uh, I think a lot of people, whether they identify themselves as religious or as spiritual or even, you know, would even identify themselves as atheist or like, you know, completely kind of resist any idea of spirituality. But when they go into nature and they have that same feeling of awe, they don't realize that they're actually experiencing that creation. But if they don't, uh, the question is, if they don't... Uh, acknowledge the that there is something behind it are they still naturally from that place of awe praising the creator would you say obviously we could we, we can never answer this for sure we can only but speculate to an extent and as you ask that question there's a bhakti that comes to mind and, and i know it's in a slightly different context but i think I think we can safely look at it in this way. There's a pankti from Dasambani by Guru Gobind Singh Ji where they say, Jaan ko deet, ajaan ko deet. And where it's so amazing, Guru Gobind Singh Ji saying that that one, that divine one, that creator is Jaan ko deet. We can translate here, Jaan, the one that recognizes that creator. But then the one that doesn't recognize the creator, Ajan, that the creator gives to them as well. So one way of looking at this is that if somebody gets into that state of true awe, when because it's a state, it's not you're not just generally saying, I'm not saying, oh look at Breacher and look at the sky today, it looks great, doesn't it? 
that's a general comment we've just observed that but then it's going into that state where you're just in this state of wonder and wow and you've lost yourself in it but when you truly lose yourself in something you become one with that there's no ego state left anymore you're in the experience of it so in that moment what you are experiencing you ajan ko det even the one in their thinking mind is could be denying the existence of a creator but what they're experiencing in that moment would be the same as the the one that believes in the creator but doesn't necessarily have an experience of the creator but in thought in belief that because everyone has their own beliefs yeah there's there's, there's there'll be beliefs that you have that are determining the way you live but you may not even be clear about your beliefs that's another topic but in that moment of experience will be the same the difference is the one that denies the existence of a creator when they come out of that experience in their thinking mind they they will they could go back to that same story and what they believe in hopefully that's answering the the question that you've asked and but it's in it's that been... moment that the experience itself will be the same there's a lot of now studies coming about as well in regards to all of how how healthy that if we are able to experience that state more and more in our lives of how good that is for our mental well-being and i and i feel that if we can make people more aware of how good this is for us then people can start opening themselves more to living in that way because that is i would say a part a step a part of the wheel for our general mental well-being and beyond so a sunk nerve a sunk tarve is so vast is truly countless well let, let's go on and then guru sahib ji saying that agam agam asank lo saying the word agam comes from the word gaman means to be able to reach out and grasp something to or to the, reach the end of something but then this is agam something that can't be accessed you can't reach out and access the the limit of something so gurunanak dev ji says that agam agam asank law there are countless of law of realms or we could say worlds even if you just think of other planets stars this countless that the human mind will never know that even exist never mind will never be able to reach in any form of way where the senses are concerned 
And this can really help us to just start letting go and, and, and be in awe of that creator. So these tav, and I know I took it a lot more subtle in what those ta those places can be. But here Guru Sabji is saying even these the, the the very obvious physical matter that we see that exists, it's so easy for us to just think it's this world and this little city that I live in. And I've I've heard so many times by our Canadian uh Gursik, uh that for some reason the the people the sangat that lives live in uk they start to think and feel that that's all that there is and the world entire world revolves around that little uk that you guys live in and it can sometimes start feeling like that that yeah well it's all about how we think here and this little place Guru Sabji saying, never mind this world, just there's so many countless worlds. I think the way I took that this morning when I was thinking about it was that, again, we just think it, it really makes us feel quite, and I don't mean this in a negative way at all. It, it can make us feel quite insignificant. And I don't mean that in, in a negative way that we should be down on ourselves, But it, in, in, in the way of when we can get caught up in the ego. I remember because the ego has got two sides to it. The ego could start feeling uh, that it could lead to start feeling where I'm, I'm better than everyone else. But then it could, you can go the other side of ego as well, where you start to think I'm the worst, I'm, I'm so bad. And there's nobody as bad as me. But even that saying, there's nobody, like, I'm, I'm better than you in the sense of that. <laughs> I'm the worst. So there's, there's all, there's those two sides of ego. Still ego. And somebody asked me the other day, they said, well, if you're being bad to yourself, if you're beating yourself up, and I thought ego is about being big headed. I said, no, that that's when ego leads to arrogance. But when you're being so bad to yourself and you're beating yourself up, that is also in the ego state. And they said, well, I never would have associated it to that, that being ego as well. How can that be that? I said, because if you're not in the ego state, then you are experiencing Vaigru. Then you're experiencing the divine. Then you're experiencing just pure love. So when you're in that state, you're not in a state of pure love. You're not in a. You're, you're too busy feeling sorry for yourself, beating yourself up. How I'm the worst person on this earth. You're not in a state of feeling this joy and love and giving. So that. So because Waikuru isn't that. Waikuru doesn't sit there beating himself up. So in that sense, you're still in stuck in the ego. And then Guru Sahib Ji on to say, Asankha kaha sirpaar hoi. There's countless of people that kaha. Now here, we would put the Bisram on the Asankh. Countless 
of people and then gaha on its own we would say that word before we have another pause i was saying gaha meaning a trying to describe the creation in its entirety in the way we've just we've got it translated here but guru sahib ji saying how can you there's there's worlds out there that you can never even know of how can you this things within this body that we still haven't yet discovered and we still don't know this entire body hasn't been understood yet so how can we say sit there and say gaha that yeah we know the the limits of god we know everything of this creation it's never going that's never going to be possible because then if that was possible then god would be limited so then guru sahib ji saying that sir par hue instead that's just going to become a burden sir par par means a weight a weight on your head meaning that you're going to try doing that you're going to try and take on an impossible task which isn't possible to do that's fine where you find more and more but for you to say i'm going to know everything it's just not going to happen and i would say that the best way to look at a body like this is is in a humbling way where it's just allowing us to enjoy and experience the the creation instead of being so stuck in our heads trying to constantly work it all out and then guruji says akri naam akri sala akri naam the way we're going to be translating this word akri here the word akar means letter and we've used the word word here for akri and because this akri is referring to the primal sound that's created everything that is still now resonating within the creation so guru sahib ji saying that akri naam that through that divine word has come that naam and the way we've translated it here, i'll just read that out and then we'll go into it the name of the one is realized and is praised so what that means here is that the name of that one what we just went through before is saying that there are so many names of that one from the creation if we just looked at it first in that way these different things that we discover these different things that we realize that are within us that gurunanak dev ji brings to our awareness just like we went through the the bok the the hunger the these are all these different things and then we come to realize that through that divine word and what that means is there's this there's this intelligence that is inside of us that 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 nam that primal sound if when we tap into that when we surrender and tap into that we start to realize so much more and we start to realize that the 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 name of that one meaning that there's this 
vibration, there's this intelligence, this sound that is behind this entire creation. You come to realize this, how everything is working in such a synchronized way and there's a vibration behind that that is making it all work and that vibration is that nam and from that nam is coming all these different things and different names and when you come to realize that then you start to praise that one through the different things and through the different things that you become aware of of the creation when we start living like that, there's no space then. You know, we, a lot of us, we have our moments where we feel low, where we feel down, including myself. And the truth is that in those moments, the, it means that we've disconnected and we're not in a state of salah, in a state of praise. Because if you stay in that state of praise, you're like this curious little child, innocent, curious child, and you're discovering more and more. And you're just in this state of wonder. And that's why you're just in that salah and saying, wow, wow, look at this of you, look at this of you. When we're saying look at this of you, look at this of you, that is the norm. We're discovering more layers of that Vaiguru's name. And... You can't in that state then feel any low or depression. It's when we break out of that state. So every time I feel like that, that means that I've broken out of that state. And I need to somehow now find and go back into that. So praise is huge. It's, it, I've, I think... I've always taken it for granted when I've read it on the translations, praising God, praising the Creator. And you just, you almost think of it as, does it just mean sitting here and, what does that even mean? When I really think about it, that, that if I'm really praising, if I'm discovering the different layers of names of that one's creation, how can I feel low? Then I'm always just curious to, to, to not know the limits of that one, but just to be in the, you know, there's a line in Gurbani says that, Ape har ekaranga hai, ape bahurangi. There's so many colors to that creator. Even if we think about emotions, if we think about emotions like, if we think about emotions like love, that's just, there's another color of that one, another creation of that one. Ape bahurangi. Compassion's another color. When we discover these things, because even that, compassion, we could look at that as a nam of that one, another nam. And then we praise that one for the experience of compassion. So if we then continue, 
ਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਦੇ ਅਨਸਾਈਜ਼ ਅਖਰੀ ਗਿਆਨ ਗੀਤ ਗੁਣ ਗਾ ਦਾ then through that divine word that where this whole creation has come from that still exists within us today and now which is what makes us what makes it possible for us to be here then gyan geet gunga and i'm going to read these translations out because you know we've we've gone into the made that effort in putting these together and i think it would be nice for the sangat to be exposed to it so uh, spiritual wisdom is attained and the one's praises are sung spiritual wisdom is that awakening to the truth when you st- start to see things for what they really are and not what you thought they were and that spiritual wisdom comes through that that divine intelligence only within that hukum the, the way that's been created this, within that system can we even attain spiritual wisdom it's not by what i think i can do to attain spiritual wisdom it's not what i think if i do this i'll attain spiritual wisdom spiritual wisdom can only come from in the way that creator has made it possible for me to have spiritual wisdom i can't do it my way that's what akri gyan means geet gun ga when i start to when that spiritual wisdom i gain that spiritual wisdom and then i start to sing the praises of that one because only when you only when you really realize only when you really have that spiritual wisdom do you really start to sing the praises of that one until then you don't you could try and force it when you start to see how things are working when you start to see this wondrous play then you start to sing the praises and then guruji says akhri likhan bolan baan through that through that akhar through that divine word and that divine word is just the way everything works that that intelligence and through there only through that hukum of how things are how that how this creation works can we then even have born have language if you think about language we take it for granted but language itself it it's when you it it's come from somebody that is deeply connected that then language they start to create and form a language and then they use those letters the way they are put together to form a language to speak and then write 
today because we, we're just taught the alphabet and then somebody one day made that alf- alphabet. Somebody one day realized those letters. They realized those letters through Akari, through that hukam, through that divine word, that law. And when something, they fell into that divine law of however then it, it's possible to realize how to put a language together can only then can somebody put a language together. Today we've got these letters and we just throw them together. But if you think about who would have discovered, even if we just look at the English alphabet, who originally would have discovered these letters and how they can be then put together and how you would form a word out of it and then how that becomes a language, how you create sentences out of that. And how and then how would you how would that letter look? And then how would that letter be formed to be written and made into a word? When I was contemplating this this morning and all I could see was just this this letters being put together and I was in that state of awe to think how would somebody have chose that an A would look like this and that a B would look like this and then this would go together and this then would sound like this as a word and how then they chose for these different things these countless names and then how you would have used language to put these names together then how do you name something how do you use that language to name something originally whether it some of it came from the uh, latin words or wherever it came from Whoever first discovered these things, the letters originally, and started putting these things together, it was all within that divine will of how it starts to come together. And that's why Guruji is saying, Akari likhan bolan baan. But this just gives us this insight to how Guru Nanak Dev Ji would have been seeing everything. When we just... when we think of hukam, when we think of this akri, the, the word, it's not just a few laws here and there. It's everything for how even then putting these together and how you speak, communicate language. Then just the way I see Guru Nanak Dev Ji presenting this to us is to say that well, literally anything can connect you back to that creator. If you just now became conscious of that, you're using in this moment a language to speak, you're putting letters together. Somehow this was formed by somebody discovering this. And they would have connected to that, that Nam inside Nam. And these things would have been, they would have discovered these things. And now we're just using this language. How profound is it to be even communicating using a language? 
that in itself is profound enough for you to connect back to the creator. Because anything can take you back there. That's why Gurnanat Devji said, I've been mentioning this in every talk I've been doing for the last two months. That's why Gurnanat Devji said to their teacher, Banda Gopal, is I'm only learning these letters if they have a meaning. Otherwise, why do anything that is empty? So Gurnanat Devji saying, then Gurnanat Devji gave a meaning to each letter to be able to learn that alphabet because Gurnanat Devji wouldn't do anything empty in his life. Telling us, are you doing anything in your life that is empty? If you are, then that moment's gone to waste. Then you've just lost another opportunity of connecting back to that creator. So just the use of language, even that shouldn't go empty, Guru Nanak is saying. Allow that for you to be blown away by just you speaking and using letters. And Guruji is saying that it came from one sound. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Everything's come back from that. Yeah. That then, that takes our ego away again for somebody... Could say, oh, I created it. No, because it came from that sound. You discovered it through that hukam. That then can be applied to all of this. Sorry, what was the previous to this? And then you could say that even the gyan, any wisdom I've had that I've realized anything has come from that sound. Anything that I'm singing has come from that sound. So then, Akra Sir Sanjog Vakan. Then, according to that divine word, then the account of our actions is with us. Within that However, this that 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 divine word works, then we carry the memory of everything that we've done. That that's what that's saying. That ser ser literally means our head, but it just means that something that we're carrying with us. Sanjog vakan, sanjog can be translated, Sanjog literally means, one of the meanings of Sanjog is when you meet with something and to unite with something is one of the meanings. And Sanjog in this context is saying that, so what's to come in your life is you are deciding things based on whatever you are carrying from your past actions. And even that, the way that's made for that to be possible, for that to happen, is through that, that sound. It's only because of memory that we have got this body. 
it's only because of how we're able to even now the way it all works for us to be able to now speak it's because we've learned this at some point it's gone into our memory and it's in our subconscious memory and we're able to speak without thinking about it and not having to continuously learn how to speak it's there and that is also a part of sanjog vakan vakan means to say or to explain and so what that saying is that depending on what we've accumulated in the past that is what will say our sanjog our future will create our next moment it will say it will determine our yes, future determine yeah i'm using language now it's possible because of what i've done in the past to learn this language when we live unconsciously everything will just keep happening itself based on that past actions living consciously means i get to use all of my past actions the memory of my past actions in the way i want to use it so then i i'm consciously living and living unconsciously means that all my past actions are there stored as a memory i'm unconscious and it's deciding for me itself and i'm just living i'm just going round and round and living sanjog vakan sir sanjog vakan and then gurunanak dev ji says to us that jin eh likhe te sir nahi the one that has written this divine law of how it all works it it isn't that that one that creator the designer isn't subject to it is free from it there's something inside of us there's this consciousness that is still inside of us all the time that is outside of all of that it's always there and that's what it means to break out of that and you can almost then just see it all unfolding when you realize that it's not that this is just an external god sitting in one place that is outside of that there's something inside of us that we can access that is also outside of all of that where there's just pure stillness and all of that the sanjog whatever happens to the body falls out and that's all part of the creation how it naturally happens this body decays you can watch that happening that continues to happen but the truth is where where we are something that isn't subject to that but we're not that until we don't realize it gurunanak dev ji tells us that antar sunnang bahar sunnang trepavan sunnam sunnang antar there's that deep 
sense of stillness inside of us. Now, right now, it's always there. And you'll realize that that stillness, nothing is subject to that. It doesn't age. It's just perfect. It's absolute. It, it is just what it is. When you start living from that place, and then you just, then you use this body and you use that memory. And you just watch the body getting old. And you know that's not you, it's just a vehicle. And you're just in this place of antar sunnang. That's just Guru Nanak Dev Ji saying it's there. And when you realize it within you, you start seeing Bahar Sunnang. It's everywhere else as well. Tripavan Sunnam Sunnang. Sunnam Sunnang means where something's filled with it everywhere. And then you realize that it's in all the three worlds. The three worlds here just can be loosely translated to whatever's here on this earth, whatever is above it, below it, just meaning everywhere. That's what the three worlds we can we can loosely translate it to to that to just saying everywhere above, you know below, here. Jote sunne jo narjane, and saying that there's a state that is outside of the the three qualities that the entire creation is made up of, and that place is that pure stillness. Guru Nanak Dev Ji says, Jo Narjane, that, that person that comes to know this, Tako Paapna Punnang, is outside of virtue or vice because it's just pure stillness there. So if we come back to Jin Ehe Likhe Tisar Nahi, because we don't want to say this and just start thinking that this is just a separate God that is that. Gunanat Devji is reminding us that God is within you. And that's what we're trying to realize. So we can break out of just being in that cycle. As that word, the akri, the akar, that sound for my commands. Yeah. So if you just think within that is contained. Just this law. There's just this vibration of law. Jifurmai. As that commands, that one. Div div bahe. As do we receive physical matter and everything else, the creation is subject to that and is not, cannot escape from that no matter what. Just because we, we could realize that with that stillness. But it doesn't mean then the body can escape that furman, that command. Whatever, however this is designed to be and to go through, it will go through that no matter what. Every little thought, every emotion that we have will go through, will receive. Accordingly to that will. 
जेता कीता तेता नौ I just I absolutely love these bodhiya this these few lines where guruji is saying that jeta kita whatever has been created teta no has your name on it nothing's outside of the hukum of that one and another really cool way of looking at it is saying that you know say if i've put something together say if i made this i don't know if i okay forget me Whoever's made this mic, it's a nice mic. It's a good mic, yeah, and it's made by Shaw. Yeah, it's got their name on it. It says Shaw here. It says, oh, and that's that's Road. A Road. So the stand's been made by Road, and it's got their name on it. But really, if you break it down, nothing is outside of having God's name on it, because this. Is metal? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's not plastic, is it? Yeah, it's metal. Yeah. So this is a lot of things are plastic nowadays, and and that's metal. That comes from the earth. The earth is made by that one. So really, that's got that one's name on it. Nothing's outside of that. When you start looking at life like that, then you start to see why Guru's name on everything. the signature is just there and even on this whatever material this is if you break it down it still come from that one velcro isn't it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i don't i don't want to get too much into materials because it's not my forte it's not something i've uh, done my research in <laughs> maybe i should <laughs> it's always interesting So I think a, a, an amazing question is are you starting to see why Guru's name signed on everything? You know, we're sitting here in this space. And within this space is air. And you become aware of the the air within this space. That air has why Guru's name signed on to it. um and then when when you can doesn't take a breath consciously then you start to realize that even that air that's going inside of me has vigo's name signed on to it and this sounds very it can sound very bizarre talking like this because this isn't how the average person lives in this way but believe it or not this is how gurunanak lived This is this is this is Guru Nanak's bani. He's just saying that, yeah, wow. And he just said a little bird. Then did you hear the bird? Oh, yeah. I don't know if you heard it. Oh. Not not through the headphones now. Oh, okay. You I can just hear, oh, hear your uh, okay, beautiful okay. voice. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I just heard a little bird singing. And even to that, Guru Nanak, like Guru Arjan Dev Ji, saying that, "You bowl at the hair, mirg mean upon keru." so har ben japat hai nahi hor even then when you hear a bird singing ankheru so ben har without vaiguru without that one japat hai nahi hor it now seems to me that it can't be anything else other than that one can it is vaiguru ji's name written on 
your heart if you're not living in that devotion that we spoke about so much in the in the previous Borya? What we're saying is why Guru's name is on everything because everything has come from that one, everything the the the, the hukam that is making all of this is Waiguru's name. So everything then has Waiguru's name on it. But what I, w- what I would say is, what does it mean to have Waiguru's name written on our heart, which is what you just said? It's about if we start to see Waiguru's name on everything, then for, then for us, Waiguru's name is on, inscribed onto our heart. Otherwise, we're just looking through the lens of ego. And then we won't see Waiguru's name. It all depends on how we're looking at things. And then if we look through that, if we truly look through our heart, through the name of Waiguru, then we'll see the name of Waiguru. Everything's made by that one. But we've got to realize that. Realizing it is the devotion. And if we don't, then it's not that the existence of that one isn't inside of us right in this moment. But then Guru Arjan Dev Ji says that, yeah, I've heard that existence of that one is there. I've heard that that one is close, but for me, might as well not be because I'm not experiencing it. Pekon here could be experiencing it. I'm still suffering. Vaiguru's there, but for me, not because I'm not in the experience of it. But it doesn't stop Vaiguru from being there. Arjim Mereli nahi haga, the fame in Nuki Fadauda. That's what that saying, that's what that line is saying, isn't it? But then they say when then when the kirpa happens, when the grace starts to flow through because I've oh, somehow opened myself to it, the Guru took away those veils that were stopping me from experiencing that. Then Melon Lal Manhariya. Now my mind is filled, it's blossoming, Melon because now I've met my Lal. Now I can see, now I don't just see the metal. That's one name is metal, but now I can see that the metals come from earth, the earth, which is another name. And the earth has come from that one. Everything takes me back to that one now. Everything takes me back. So we have to bring devotion into our life, our self. Jeta kita teta there is no place that hasn't got your name on it. It's where we started. Then whatever happens, you know, we're getting close again now where it's quarter past 12, probably another 15 minutes and our stomachs will probably start growling. And then it won't be just hunger. It'd be, wow, hunger. You made that. Not you, Bricharan. As in, it, it just it will take you back to Vaiguru again. You'll just be, wah. Guru, you'll be in the light. You'll be, if, you, if that 
connects you back to the creator, then you've gone from darkness to light. You've gone out of the darkness of your ignorance and ego. You've gone into the light of realization of, oh, wow, this is your soul. Just those words, living those words can take us to that creator. So these we've translated in the previous stanzas, but we'll read out the literal translations that we've written ourselves. How can the one's creative power be described? I cannot even once be a sacrifice to that one. Whatever your divine will is, that doing is perfect. You are always stable and you are the formless one. So Sangajit, let these words take you somewhere and not something that you just read and hope for the best one day but instead let these words take you to that creator of where everything has come from and the reality is that is our reality that's what we are if you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.